Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called but of a gun put into the back of your skull, that's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. This is an Irish independent podcast. Apple's new MacBook Air M2. Should you get it? Is it too expensive? Is the older M1 MacBook Air a better deal? Or might you be better off getting the new MacBook Pro M2, which is almost the same price? I'm Adrian Weckler, and you're listening to The Big Tech Show with this week's special guest, Pocketlit.com's deputy editor, Britta O'Boyle. Britta, we've both had some time to review the new MacBook Air M2. Overall, what's your top line take? I think it's absolutely brilliant, actually. I think the the design is fabulous and the update in specs is excellent. And I've really noticed quite a big difference between this model and the M1 model that I was using side by side with it. That's really interesting. My own top line take is it's similar two thumbs up with one exception, the price. Um, But remind us exactly what the main differences between this new MacBook Air M2 and the existing M1 model are. So I'd say the biggest um, difference that you can obviously see is the design. It's completely um, changed. It's completely refreshed. There's a much flatter squarer boxier look that's much more like the pro models um a flatter lid and there's also a wider display or a slightly larger display with a notch at the top of the display right so you lose that top bezel at the top and you get an update in the specs as well so you get more memory um option obviously um and there's of course the m2 processor over the m1 processor along with a full HD camera as well, which is probably, they're probably the main biggest aspects that I would say are the biggest differences. Okay, let's just go through a few of those because it strikes me that one or two of those, for me in particular, might be a reason why I might actually upgrade to this machine. Let's start with the display. It's a bit bigger, isn't it? Yes, slightly. 0.3 inches, I believe. So it's gone from 13.3 to 13.6. But the Display That's is noticeable. Changed. Yeah, it is noticeable, um, mainly because of the bezels, actually. You feel like you're getting quite a lot more from the real estate of the device itself, which mm. is definitely, it, like, it definitely impacts the way that you look at it and stuff. But also that notch. I mean, some people some people were asking me whether I found it annoying, but I I didn't find it irritating at all. And I, I wonder if that's maybe because we've got so used to it on phones these days that you sort of just bypass it now. 
And what's the reason for the notch? Because this machine doesn't have, for example, Face ID. No. I believe that it's uh, basically to get more screen into that space. Um, the screen is also a liquid retina display over a retina display. Um, and that actually does make quite a big difference, I found, in terms of the colour that you see from the screen. Mm. Mm. And one of the things about the display as well, which interests me, is it's about 25% brighter, which suggests to me, because I'm a devil for sitting out the back garden doing work, you know, from yeah. home when I am at home. That's actually quite important, isn't it? 100%. And it's been lovely and sunny recently, so it's made quite a big difference when it comes to sitting in your garden and being able to work. The design itself, which you mentioned, that iconic curve tapered look that we all knew from the MacBook Air, that's now been replaced by a more flattened look. How did you find that? So I absolutely love that. I can understand how people might feel a bit sad about losing the nostalgia of the wedge design, perhaps. Mm. But I thought that the flatter design, when you lift it up, it's just so lovely and light and compact and portable that I actually think it's a great move. Um, Obviously, that's my personal opinion, but I think it's excellent for that. Yeah, yeah. I guess the only potential downside is it's maybe slightly harder to tell that it's a MacBook Air compared to another laptop, other than obviously the the Apple logo, because it now looks slightly similar to other laptops. But maybe that's not a bad thing, particularly when it looks like a MacBook Pro. That's completely fair enough. And actually, um, at the bottom of the display, interesting you say that because there's, um, they've lost the MacBook Air logo at the bottom as well. Did you notice? Did mm. you spot that when you reviewed it? So it's just slightly... It's one of those things that it just takes another thing away from it. But I, I did think it was great. So I'm pleased with it. Now, one of the things, the improvements that I quite liked, and I'm not sure if everybody does as much, is the webcam. It's gone from a 720p to a 1080p webcam. Now, I know that many people don't place that much store in webcams and often don't like the look of themselves when they're doing video conferencing calls anyway. For me, in my line of work, it can be quite important. And this is actually one of the reasons I'd consider getting this, this uh, laptop. Interesting. Yeah, that's, I, I loved it. I think it makes quite a big difference, especially in video calls, than the older model does. You face everything slightly crisper, a little bit sharper, and I think the colours are better as well. So it definitely, definitely makes a difference. And if that is your line of work, I think, it's a, uh, I think that's a completely fair point that it's a decent reason to upgrade. Yeah, we'll talk about comparison with the MacBook Pro M2 maybe in a couple of minutes, but that was one of the big letdowns for me of that computer was that it still has the old 720p uh, webcam. But of course, the, the new M2 MacBook Air, it also has the MagSafe charging mechanism. Um, yeah. some, some people love this. I, I could take it or leave it. I, I don't mind charging via USB-C. How did you find using that? So I completely agree. I don't. I also don't mind charging via USB-C. And also it means that you've got to bring an extra cable around with you, which yeah. isn't ideal if you're traveling and things like that. So I definitely can see some pros and cons for it. It's quick though and pretty speedy. And I don't know if you had the model with the dual charger, but that's also very handy if you've got other devices you want to charge at the same time and you don't have to use Yeah. The so we should tell listeners that if you get the 
we'll get into pricing in a minute, but but the, the, the base model here in Euroland costs €1,529. If you get the, the next model up, which is the 512 gigabytes of storage, you then also get that uh, 35 watt charger, which has the dual USB-C ports. Um, and But it's a big stretch in money terms uh, to go for that. So I think you probably have to be kind of committed, but we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. Now, obviously, one of the biggest upgrades to this laptop is the actual chip, the M2 chip. Um, do you think that's going to be important for people when they are considering upgrading? I certainly think, uh, first of all, I think it depends on what model you're upgrading from, because if you're upgrading from the M1 to the M2, you might find, depending on what you do for your day-to-day job and what you do for your living, that you you may not need to. It. I guess it depends on how you are using your computer. Mm. But from those, for those that are upgrading from perhaps the, the old MacBook or um, a slightly older Air model, I definitely think you'll see an improvement because I did notice the difference between the M1 and the M2. It was only slight day-to-day mm. things, but I definitely found it snappier, just a bit speedier. Um, everything was very fluid in performance, in my experience. So I definitely think that there's a a solid argument to say that it's a good reason, yeah, for sure, to upgrade to this model. Yeah, I, I found the same, and I would agree with your conclusions entirely. If you're coming from, for example, an Intel-based MacBook Air or even MacBook Pro, the difference here is absolutely startling. Um, battery life is one thing that's around the same with this new MacBook Air as, as the previous MacBook Air. I, I, I wonder if you, if you found that. But when I say it's around the same, it's a minimum of about 11 or 12 hours. It's, a, yeah. it's an absolute game changer. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree. I, I, had, I got about 11, 12 before it hit 10% for me. But that is doing quite a lot of image editing and video calls and typing a lot and all things like that. So I was putting it through its little paces. So, I, I, yeah, I was very impressed with the battery life. I think it was excellent. I don't think we can underestimate this enough. I think for anybody who's used to using a, a regular laptop in their regular line of work, they're used to searching for a recharging you know, plug maybe after five or six hours, maybe a little bit more. This is the first laptop, well, this and the M1 uh, Air and the M2 Pro, they're the first laptops I've ever used where I can confidently go out in the morning knowing I'm not coming back till that evening and genuinely not worry about charging. Yeah, 100%. I'm complete, I was completely in the same boat there, for sure. Um, now, I did find one or two disadvantages to the MacBook Air, and the big one for me is an obvious one, and that is the price. So I think in sterling, you're looking at, is it something around, is it around £12.99, something like that? Yes, 12 49 I believe, in sterling for the yeah. base model. Okay, in Euroland... It's €1,529 Euro for the base oh, 256 gigabyte um, storage, 8 gigabyte memory. Now, 1500 quid for a 256 8 gigabyte machine is pretty unheard of. And if you want the next one up, which is what many people are calling the sweet spot for the MacBook Air, which is 512 gigs of storage, um, and you get that, uh, that nicer charger, it's 1,879 euro. And for me, 
while I can see some professionals definitely going for that, that kind of takes it out of the remit of people like students. Yes, it does indeed, which I guess is probably why they are retaining the M1 in the lineup because it mm. obviously gives that option to other people then. Yeah, yeah. Um, just on that M1, that's still on sale. It's kind of an unusual move for Apple to do that in some ways, but maybe they are thinking of the price issue there. Um, comparing this one to the last one, you've you've talked about what some of the upgrades are. You've the screen, the webcam, the chip, um, you know, the design. Um, might it make sense for some people still to be buying that older M1 MacBook Air, which is still on sale? Do you know what? I, I would actually say yes, definitely. Depending on what, what you're buying it for, what your budget is and things like that, it's still an excellent machine. You still get a lot of battery out of it. It's still very fast. I I could still use that as my day-to-day machine without an issue at all. So I still think there's definitely grounds to be to buy that over the newer model. Yeah especially if you like the wedge design, which obviously that retains, whereas the new model clearly has. Yeah, and especially if one of the reasons you're getting this is for the battery life in the M chips, because you basically get the same battery life on the older model and you get the same uh, high performance um, as well. Maybe it's worth just for a second us comparing notes on who we think this laptop is aimed at, because I could talk about one or two other relative disadvantages. The fact, for example, that it's fanless means that you won't be able to to do very intensive processes for longer periods of time compared to the MacBook Pro, for example, because it doesn't have a fan. It means it overheats a little bit and it has to throttle the performance of the laptop. But I'm not one of those people who would be doing that. So I don't think that would be a disadvantage for me. I've always thought of the person using the MacBook Air as being the regular person, the student, the casual business user, the home user. I mean, there's a reason it's the world's most popular laptop, right? It, absolutely. I, I personally, I believe that it's for the general the general user as well. Um, the actual mm. one thing I will say about the M1 that I found, I'm not sure how you felt about it, but the speakers, did you find that they were better on the M1? Because I, I did. <laughs> Yeah, I found them to be sort of on par. You, I can see, I can see why you're saying that. All right, um, the design of the speakers, which is more in the hinge of the new new model, it's a slightly funny place. It's a clever place to put them, but it's it's a risky place to put them in terms of delivering on the audio. I, I found it to be fine actually, but um, but I can see why you would say that. I guess the question is what you would be using those speakers for. Do you use you know, your laptop, would you play a movie out loud or or would, would, you, would you be talking about a video call here? Or? Well, so typically I would I would probably use my AirPods and therefore yeah. it's, it wouldn't be a problem because obviously it doesn't need it then. Um, and you obviously get the spatial audio with the new model um, yeah. supported on that. But I did find that when I was um, playing Dolby Atmos, it was, it was more for testing more than anything else, I suppose. But yeah. I found that the M1 certainly delivered a wider soundstage than the M2 managed. And don't get me wrong, mm. the M2 was still great and it would still be perfectly fine for out, for anybody, really, I would say. But I, st- I did mm. notice a slight difference. So if you were looking for a reason to buy the M1 over the other one, except for price, I would say that that might be a pro that goes in the M1's favour there. 
That's interesting. So the, the, the main difference between the M1 and the M2, which we've outlined, for me, the reason I might buy an M2 over an M1 would probably come down to the screen and the webcam for me. They, they, yeah. they, so it's a bigger, brighter screen and it's a better webcam. Yeah. Everything else about it, okay, you can talk about design, you know, you can talk about MagSafe charging the chip itself. Everything else to me is slightly more marginal in terms of what matters to me and the way that I use a laptop, because the battery life is roughly the same. It would come down to the screen and the webcam. And um, But the question is whether that's worth 300 quid. Now, <laughs> as a professional tool, for me, it probably would be, um, especially over a three or four year period. I'm not sure if it would be for everyone. I agree. For me, it would be too. Um, but I do image editing and things like that. So the, mm. the brightness and the the extra vibrancy of the colors in the screen really do help with that I think um yeah. but yes I agree I, I I don't think I think it would be something you really do need to consider how much you're willing to pay for those upgrades mm. before mm. you make that leap a quick note looking at this compared to the very recently released MacBook Pro with the M2 chip which of course is the same MacBook Pro hardware exactly as the last one, it's just that there's an M2 chip in it. Now, I had that laptop for review a few weeks ago, and so I'm, I'm in a good position to compare the two. Uh, that's €100 Euro more expensive again than the MacBook Air M2. The Honestly, if I was choosing between the two, I would definitely pick the MacBook Air M2. It's nicer design. It has a slightly bigger screen. Um, it has a better webcam. These are I'm repeating myself in terms of things that are important. It's it's slightly lighter and it's just newer overall. Um, did you? I, I know you wrote a piece looking at on you know the spec differences between the two. Would you would you say that's a fair assessment? My my, yeah, my conclusion there. Definitely say that's a fair assessment. I suppose the one or like the couple of reasons why you might opt for the pro is um, is the fan, of course, if you're doing. Mm slightly more processing but also um the it has um more ports doesn't it it's got mm. a yeah which which obviously for some people might help um but otherwise yeah no i completely agree i think it's a completely fair assessment that i i'm not sure why you would buy the 13 inch um, macbook pro over this model. yeah the it's funnily enough i think the battery life from my experience and i might be wrong is just slightly better on the macbook pro m2 but we are talking literally you know a half an hour in the context of 13 or 14 hours so it wouldn't be material um so look to conclude britta i don't know this is what i would say tell me if you agree with this if you're going from an intel macbook this is an absolute no-brainer um the only reason not to buy this might be it's just very expensive. Yes, that that is a conclusion I would completely agree with. I think the design is excellent. So if you're a design person, then for sure, this is a model that mm. you probably love. But yeah, the money is there. So you're going to have to be willing to spend it for those upgrades for sure. Life as usual, eh? Um, listen, my thanks today hugely to Brito Boyle, Deputy Editor of PocketLint.com. And from me, Adrian Wecker, the Tech Editor of the Irish and Sunday Independent. That's all we have time for this week. I'll talk to you at the same time next week. Bye-bye.